What's up everybody, welcome back to the show. It's Eric Bustillo, registered dietitian, here to drop some knowledge on you guys. And I have an awesome guest with me, his name is Andy Fortuna. Andy, if you could tell my people a little bit about who you are, what you do. Yeah, no problem. What's up, peeps? Uh, first of all, thank you guys for joining on this amazing podcast with the Eric B. You guys are <laughs> making a great choice just listening to this podcast already, so thank welcome. So yeah, so my name is Andy Fortuna. I'm a licensed athletic trainer. I have a master's degree in athletic training, a bachelor's in kines. Uh, I do have my own uh, basically movement and therapy company called Myronew. There we do, we combine manual therapy and movement, uh, put it all together into an experience to help you move and recover better. That's kind of like the, my uh, little elevator, <laughs> elevator pitch, I guess. You said you have a bachelor's in what? In kinesiology. Now what's that? What's kinesiology? Kinesiology, and for layman's terms, it's the movement of a human body or human movement. Gotcha. It's really the study of that. You got to keep it stupid for me. That's like, simple. It's, as it's dumb as possible. Perfect. Pretty much. Perfect. Um, and then, what exactly is uh, an athletic trainer? Like, what's the role? So, of an athletic trainer. trainer, how we try to describe that is if you see a sports uh, event, the first person to run out when somebody gets injured, mm -hmm. that's your traditional type of athletic trainer, right? We have a basically a background in sports medicine, which includes orthopedic uh, injuries. We know how to deal with orthopedic injuries, um, emergency, emergency uh, management. So if you have a broken bone, uh, we know how to splint and take you care as far as when the paramedics come in or whatever. Um, cardiac situations, concussions. Uh, so that's all kind of the version of the emergency management. And then it goes into like strength and conditioning. We know how to rehabilitate you from injury all the way back to sport. Primarily, we typically work with sports or sports teams, but athletic training is growing all the way to NASA, all the way to general. NASA, the space company? Yeah, like oh, when wow. it goes to like, uh, and a lot, of, a lot of stuff are there because of the astronauts. They're basically athletes in itself. Yeah. Um, and then also doing the corporate, when people dealing with like ergonomic issues, uh, chronic pain syndromes and stuff like that, you know, people at the desk. Yeah. Um, and then myself as general pop, and then also like kind of like the active population, um, just getting back people back into like training, or just if they're just coming back from a desk job, or you know, uh, should I say weekend warrior type of stuff. Sure. Or people that just want to move better. <clears throat> athletic training is really expanding to so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what most people think is as an athletic trainer, as like a personal trainer. Okay. Um, which in essence, I know a lot of athletic trainers kind of cringe at the at the sound at the sound of that. Yeah, yeah. Just because of their knowledge, right? Because it's so much more. Yeah. But I difference. say that's just a part of it, right? Sure. The strength conditioning part of it. So athletic training, even though it has athletic training behind it, it's like a combination of physical therapy, uh, strength conditioning, and then emergency management into one. That's kind of like the biggest. It's like a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. But really, with anyone and with any profession, is really how specialty, how much. How specialized do you want to get into? Sure. Do you want to work with just sports? Do you want to work with just corporate? Do you want to uh, work with just concussion patients or neuro patients? Uh, it just depends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the field of health and rehabilitation is kind of like merging, right? Um, <coughs> that you can do so much. It just depends. So, Got it. And I think that's basically a rundown of what athletic trainers. So you guys are basically first responders yep. uh, for an athletic team. Yep. Uh, but you're also someone who could help rehab someone from an injury um, and at a, in my case right because you've helped me out before yeah. too where I'm someone who thinks I'm an athlete right, right. you are an athlete everybody's <laughs> an athlete you are an athlete I uh, but like I ran a half marathon mm -hmm. right and you worked on my recuperation and mm -hmm. those things um, and any other little injury that I might have 
Uh, and I feel kind of blessed too to not only know you but also have other friends like my mm -hmm. buddy Juan. Yep. That is a, a physical therapist. Shout out to Juan. Um, yeah, shout out to Inspire Juan Health. At Inspire Health. Um, but in your case, I mean, you also do massage therapy yep. and like manual therapy mm -hmm. and those things, right? Mm -hmm. Now, how do you think? Like, what role would you say movement plays in overall health and longevity? If I'm being biased or just through my experience, that's the number one. So manual therapy, all these machines you see, whatever modality, whatever clinician you go to, whoever is using it, the prime goal is to get you to move, right? The modalities, the manual therapy, the whatever you want to call it, technique, um, is to decrease pain, improve movement, or yeah. improve range of motion, right? Most of the time it's de decrease pain, uh, reduce restrictions, and improve range of pain-free range of motion. But that's all to build up to movement. Movement yeah. is all, as you notice, movement is medicine. If you get if you get the person to move well and to understand that is also very important, and then load those movements appropriately, now you're creating a resilient machine, right? Now you're able, for example, in your case, uh, whether if it's a hip issue or a running technique or whatever it is, getting you to understand that, and then go back to whatever you like to do is with it. If it's running, CrossFit, uh, playing with your kids on a daily basis, getting you to understand movement because movement. Yeah. It's something that you can replicate yourself. You can't necessarily do the soft tissue that I'm gonna do with you for the most part. Yeah. Or in modality, you're not gonna take the modality with you, but you can take that motor learning aspect of the movement and replicate that. Gotcha. That, so movement's always the key, no matter what. what hopefully, uh, at least in my eyes, that's what a clinician's goal should be. No matter what modality or technique they're taking or using, it should always go into uh, basically facilitating to better movement and then loading that appropriately. And we should we should be moving like till we die kind of thing. Yeah, right? yeah. If you don't move, you're dying. For sure, right? That's it's, it's not a. It's like movement is like a form of continued wellness and health. Mm -hmm. um, because when you're at a standstill, even metaphorically speaking, mm -hmm. right, you're not really growing or progressing. Absolutely. Um, In the tissue level and mental and physical level. For sure. I think that it's uh it's interesting because on my end, when I think about movement not only do i think that it's very important but from my nutritional background mm -hmm. i um i'm always thinking of how important the the nutrition is for the individual um because nutrition is a very important factor to help with recovery or recuperation mm -hmm. and the way that i see it is if you're not recuperating whatever else you're doing is no good. If you're not doing anything positive towards helping with your recuperation, you're hurting that ability. Um, and obviously I think that nutrition plays an important role with that, but so does movement too, right? Because when I think of recuperation, and these, this is something important for everyone to take home with them, that it, it doesn't really matter to an extent because everything matters course, in every context. case. Um, but it doesn't matter what exercise you're doing. If you can't really recover from that exercise, it's probably not the best exercise for you. For example, if you love to do spinning, mm -hmm. or you love to do CrossFit, or Orange Theory, uh, or just lifting weights, or just running, running long distances for multiple, if not all days mm -hmm. of the week. Um, but just because you love it and you tend to feel good when you do it, which is a natural response to exercise, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's good for you. And I've seen people that 
have caused more, I guess you can call it a type of physical and physiological stress yeah, mm-hmm. on their body secondary to this training. Uh, and obviously everything with a grain of salt because let's say maybe running long distances isn't great for you, but you still want to do it. If you do it one day out of the week, it's not gonna hurt you. But if this is your main source of training and over time, it's been something that just hasn't been beneficial for you overall. And obviously I'm being a little bit, uh, I guess you could say extreme because just running isn't gonna be bad for somebody. But if you incorporate other things of other ways of training so like if you're doing sprints or if you incorporate lifting as opposed to only running you're going to be more well-rounded and it's more beneficial obviously correct me if i'm wrong now if what we're doing doesn't have a good nutrition regimen alongside with it so for example if i'm going to go and train three days a week of crossfit two days a week I'm running long distances uh, and one day out of the week I'm going to go and take like a boot camp class or whatever Um, but if I start feeling like run down or maybe not getting the results that I want something is off also with my nutrition because if you think of at a cellular level your nutrition is going to be potentially the most important recuperative factor right now some things that i like to tell a lot of my patients or my clients or my friends or my listeners anyone in my audience is that it's important to incorporate protein as a part of your nutrition to help with recovery and recuperation um do you have to have a workout shake like a a shake right after your workout not necessarily but why not help kind of like utilize that window mm-hmm. as far as time goes to help up your recuperation time absolutely from things like muscle protein synthesis and preventing muscle breakdown and all of that um and also different vitamins and minerals that can help with recuperation omega-3 and fish oil creatine these are all things that are very important right. um now from your end and obviously if you, if you have an opinion no. on anything that i said yeah you're doing well i'm just letting you do your <laughs> thing so i can add on to it i want to hear what you think yeah. as far as movement and different modalities go to help with recuperation uh, and people will talk about the cold baths they'll talk about the using sauna, the, the uh, sauna the electric stim machines right like the what are those mark pro or mark something? pro and the compacts or whatever it's called the boots that you put onto your legs the compression boots uh and people using compression sleeves and socks and all of that you know, what are some things that, that you find, yeah. at least from what the studies show, and even anecdotally that yeah. you've seen with your people before? So, first of all, there's too much of a good thing, too much of something is never good, mm. whether good or bad, right? Yep. Um, you can have, you can die of water, po- uh, water poisoning, right, just because you drink too much of it, but water is good for you, right? For sure. That's kind of like a terrible but good example that I give to people. Yeah. Um, so, just like running, everything needs to be in balance. That's 100%. You can be a sprinter and a, or a marathon runner, but if you don't have any strength conditioning or any strength component to it, you're at a very big disadvantage. Unless you are already genetically gifted and you're just a good marathon runner, you don't have to do anything else. But it's kind of like what you're mentioning. When you increase or uh, vary your modalities of training, now it, it, it makes you more of a wholesome type of part. You know, it doesn't just now, because running, as far as just going for a run, running four, five, six, 10, 12, 30 miles, whatever it is for, for the person, 
if they don't incorporate something as a strength and condition component to it, there's no resilience, right? They're just cardio based, right? And sure. the strength that they have is just from running. But now if they focus also and had an implementation of a strength and conditioning component to it, there's obviously uh, there's a correlation between strength and endurance mm -hmm. and vice versa. You need both. You need sure. a balance and that's yeah, with yeah. everything. Um, now as far as, as far as recovery, you need that. So there's four pillars, right? There's the movement, there's the nutrition, there's the recovery, and there's the mindset, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I learned this from uh, Movement Therapy Institute or Araceli out of uh, ATP Performance. So, you know, she, she preaches and they preach a lot about the four pillars, right? So you need to move, right? If you're not moving, there's, you're, like we mentioned, there's death, there's stagnation. Um, nutrition is a big component, right? Because if you're not fueling your body to be able to move, then you're also going to be dead. Sure. Or at a, either at a disadvantage or there's going to be a, a plethora of problems. Yeah, it'll slow you down. Right. There's, I mean, I'm a big advocate if, if you have a good exercise regimen, if you're eating well, and then obviously good mental health, which is a mindset property, a lot of times you don't need medication. A lot of times you're not in pain or, in, or less re reduction of uh, likelihood of injuries, right? Just because it, as an athlete and as someone that trains, you're going to be... Because you're pushing yourself to certain limits, there are going to be certain areas where you're going to have discomfort and obviously uh, pain, but that's more because of you pushing to a certain level, not because of deficiencies or anything like that, if you're in balance as far as movement, nutrition, and all that. Yeah. And then recovery is a big component of that because if you are constantly, let's say you're running 10 miles a day and your body can't recuperate from that, so not only at a cellular level are you at a disadvantage because your body can't regenerate, right? Sure. can't repair itself. Uh, but then also your nervous system, you're shocked by the third day, right? That's why you're starting to decline. Yeah. That's why there's a deload in powerlifting and strength conditioning. That's why there's active recovery days, uh, which we'll talk about now as far yeah. as modality. Yeah, yeah. Um, so recovery, recovery is a component of sleep, which is a big component. Most people don't even think about that. Your quality of sleep, right? That's your, when I talk about recovery to people, that's the first question, right? How's your sleep? Uh, yeah, but I'm doing my yoga and I'm doing yeah. my uh, breathing. Yeah. But I'm drinking my herbal tea. Right, you're doing all the kind of the easy part, mm -hmm. right? But your sleep, controlling your sleep, is the most. It's one of the vital things, right? Yeah. If you don't sleep, you know, we've all been delirious at like four o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah. Uh, so imagine that now on top of training and just daily stressors. So that's so I talked about movement, talked about nutrition. Obviously, the what I know about nutrition is just the basics compared to right to your education, but. Um, what we know about nutrition is a big part of fueling our movement, right? And not only our movement, but our daily functions mm -hmm. as, as needed. Yeah. Um, and then the mindset part of it is just positive awareness and positive uh, understanding of our own self, right? Yeah, self-awareness. Uh, mental strength, mental health is a big component, right? Because if you are just not functioning well, uh, whether it's stress, whether it's uh, environmental stress, and you just can't cooperate, you can't tolerate that, then your mental aspect is going to affect those other three components. Your movement, you're not going to be you're going to be depressed and you don't want to move. Yeah. You're going to be or maybe depressed and you're eating too much of the wrong stuff just because of comfort food. Yeah. And then your sleep, which is part of your recovery, is not happening because you have insomnia. You see how that all plays? Yep. So um, those four pillars play a big role. And it's not just it's not because you just need one. You need to do well on all four. You need to move. And I and I tell people. If not, you just joining a gym, yeah. forget the gym, just walk around, do like, sure. walk for 30 minutes. Yeah, That's yeah. in itself is exercise. Yeah. If you want to do yoga, do yoga, do CrossFit, right? Everything within its uh, balance, right? 
not doing yoga in extreme forms and then all of a sudden whatever and not doing crossfit 30 or seven days a week and not having a uh balance in between yeah. it's just always balance and then again like i mentioned nutrition it's just have to have a sound nutrition for your body to function that's just that's how we're made yeah so just those four things and then as far as active recovery i'm the biggest component of lower intensity and just move so for example if you're doing crossfit and again that's just a big word right or a big uh a lot of people are doing crossfit sure, and that's yeah, a big yeah. active recovery is big in the crossfit world yeah um all right do olympic lifts or do kettlebell work and a lighter load decrease intensity right active recovery is what is what it's for is for recuperation uh just decreasing the intensity of your workout yeah. whether it's Hey, you can still do Olympic lifts, but just do just body weight stuff or lower weight or lower volume, so you your body can recuperate and not just because uh, when you do any type of strength and conditioning, there's going to be a CNS uh, stressor and also a musculoskeletal uh, stressor. Mm-hmm. Musculoskeletal being um, for your body to grow in hypertrophy, right, or strength and all that. There's going to be little micro tears. Micro tears. There's going to be uh, an adaptation, right? But there needs to be a recovery aspect of not as much stress for the body to recuperate from that yeah um so it can be either lighter intensity it can be cross training so for example you can go into spinning or you can go into a light run you can go into a light bike a swim whatever it is just lowering the lowering down that intensity yeah it's already active recovery in, in its sense um so i always go for the movement side of it but you can always do like passive modalities like a mark pro right mm-hmm. The whole point of the Mark Pro is to, is to induce the lymphatic system. Okay. I try to, the lymphatic system is basically the garbage disposal of the body. It brings in good nutrition and brings out the bad or the used version of it to bring in the good oxygenated blood. It kind of like recycles things exactly. out. Exactly. It filters things out. Right. Gotcha. But that's really just the passive version of the active recovery. Active recovery, basically, when you go in through movements, whether it's uh, body weight movements for... I don't know, two or three sets of body weight movements just to kind of get your blood flowing. That's exactly what the Mark Pro is doing, but without you moving. You just tap, you know, strap it on. Yeah. You don't have to move, and now it's contracting and working that lymphatic system to get that garbage disposal, the recycling effect. And it works. Yeah, it works. Yeah, I mean, it works. Um, just like the boots, the compression boots. Yeah. The same thing, lymphatic. Just to get the old, get the in, get good blood in, or new blood in, get the recycled out, vice yeah, versa. Yeah. Um, same thing with massage, same type of thing. You get the pain relieving effect of, of soft tissue therapy, but then also the lymphatic version, bringing in circulation, good blood flow, all of Same thing. Mm-hmm. It's three different, I just named three different modalities or three different stuff that you can do for the same thing. Yeah. Um, but doing those things is beneficial, right? Like as far as like, for example, getting uh, a massage. Mm-hmm. Because when you talk about like, when you talk about blood flow, mm-hmm. the way that the blood flows through the body compared to the limbs, Yep. Um, there's a pretty significant difference there as far as like the the rate at which it moves. Blood flows much faster and stronger than lymph does. Yes. Lymph moves much slower. Yep. So now by having that massage therapy or the compression boots mm-hmm. or the electric stim, which is like the Mark Pro, yeah. the Compex, um, that kind of helps with that movement. I, at least I, yeah, this yeah. is what I'm thinking mm-hmm. from what you're saying. More right or less, yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of helps with that speeding yep. up the recovery getting the good stuff in taking the all the, the recycled stuff yeah stuff out. i don't like to say bad but it's, it's yeah, good. yeah yeah but it's been filtered out yeah kind exactly of thing. um cool 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 i think it might end oh no we're good all right keep going yeah okay oh, uh, <laughs> all right so 
Yeah, so that's basically it. So I always say, at worst, the old man or the, uh, it's not even the poorest man, but the simple way of recovering is, hey, go for a run, go for a swim, go for a walk. Or uh, do a couple bodyweight movements that, again, if, if you don't do bodyweight movements or you don't exercise, then that's going to be a workout on its own. Okay. Decreasing the intensity of what your regular, regular workout is, that's active recovery within itself. Yeah. Um, and then breathing work, all that has a good beneficial to it. Um, it's really just moving. That's really what it involves. Yeah. That's really what it is. Yeah. Again, all these modalities that we talked about works with the circulation and lymphatic. Getting good blood flow in, or getting more blood flow in, circulation, improving circulation, and then the recycle, the recycling of the lymphatic system. That's basically what active recovery. But a big component of that too is the nervous system, mm. right? Because if you're just crushing yourself seven days a week, there's no way you're recovering mentally. That's what burnout happens, right? A lot of times people um, don't have the proper recovery because they're just obsessed of goals and progressions and progressing and progressing and lifting and I want to get this heavier or I want to get this, uh, I want my time to be this much faster or I want my swing or I want my, my fastball to be this much higher, yeah. right? But what they don't notice is doing too much is hindering. Regressing or should I say not regressing, uh, taking time off it's not you stepping. Uh, it's not you st- taking a step back. In reality, is you taking a step forward. Yeah. Because you giving that, you giving yourself and your body that time off, or a lower version of what you typically do, gives your body an opportunity to now come the next day when you go uh, for more swings or for a higher PR. Yeah. Gives your body a re- uh, a better opportunity, a better environment to do that. Rather just you being fatigued and you trying to go and PR, go into more swings or faster or more bullpen uh, pitches, whatever sport or whatever thing you're trying to do. Sure. Um, it gives you a, a better state to perform at an optimal level. That's yeah. really what recovery and active recovery is meant for. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That's, what, that's why we sleep. Sure. Right? Because if we didn't sleep, you imagine? That's where a lot of recuperation happens. 100%. That's where a lot of regen- regeneration, muscle, uh, cellular repair, all that stuff, right? That's why when people are actually. Sleep is so important in injury that most people don't think about. That's where the regeneration of the cellular, the ligaments, the tendons, uh, muscle tears, all that. That's where most of the regeneration happens. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't, don't really focus how, how important sleeping is. Yeah, yeah. And that's, like I said, that's like recovery at its, at its finest. Sure. That's where the body's like, all right, you chill, don't move. It's going gonna, it's gonna to heal itself. Yeah, it's going to take care of itself. Yeah, I think too often we're so concentrated with what we're doing while we're awake. Yeah. Uh, that we forget how important it is to incorporate something while we're not awake, while mm-hmm. we're sleeping. Obviously, we're not. Yeah, aware we're just. Of what we're doing I mean, we're sleeping. focused on. Hey, if I'm not, if I'm not working, then I'm not advancing. Sure. Or if I'm not doing something, yeah. I used to be like that in baseball. Yeah. Like if I'm not hitting, if I'm not doing swings, that guy in front of me, or that guy next to me, or that guy in the opposite team, he's outworking me. But what we don't understand is quality work. Sure. Not just work because work yeah not yeah, because yeah. of the qual not because of the qua quantity right sure. it's not just the amount of hours that you put in but is the is the quality of hours that you put in yeah yeah it's not just a matter of going in and working right, right. you got to work smart and hard exactly both things i remember my uh my track coach back in high school he used to say because people always say practice makes perfect mm-hmm. um and he would say perfect practice makes perfect because if you practice like crap right right it's the same thing when it comes to something like this as far as training goes. Um, if you're not taking time to rest and recover, it's going to start hindering your training 
And when you start affecting your training, you're not going to be able to progress when you're supposed to perform come right. game day or competition time or whatever it is. I mean, nutrition is the same, right? You can eat as much as you want, but if you're not eating the quality stuff, yeah. right? You can eat McDonald's now that I see the golden arches in front of us. <laughs> you can eat McDonald's all day. You're getting fuel in, but at the cost of what? Yeah. Right? You can have a better meal or better quality quality meal. Yeah. Better yeah. version is just eating just because you're hungry. Of course. Right? Yeah. It's not just a matter of eating, but what are you eating in what, what amounts? Intaking? Same thing with training. And, you know, one last question as far as the training and all that goes, and then we'll just wrap up. But what, uh, what do you think about pure rest days? Like days not doing of, anything? of nothing at all. Catching I mean, up on Game of Thrones or whatever. Yeah, I think that's important too, especially, I, I get all within its context, right? People are going to take this and be like, oh, Andy and Eric, they said I got to rest. So yeah. uh, Five days a week, I'm yep, doing nothing. That's it. <laughs> or you know what? I'm going to work out or train or whatever one day and I'm going to rest for three and you know I'm going to be recuperated, right? <laughs> but there's also exercise fizz, right? Yeah. If the longer you, there's also uh, certain periods of optimal where your strength or your training is going to be at its best, right? You can't just work out one day and just rest the entire time, right? So there's also exercise fizz principles behind it. But I'm a big component of like listening to your body. Sure. You know, Being like right. if you're, let's say for example, you, and again, a big component of this, like these four pillars is we're a human organism, right? And we're not just work, train, eat, right? There's family, there's stress, there's, hey, I have a problem with my spouse or I have a problem with my kids or, hey, I work at a terrible day, yeah. you know? And you show up to the gym and you know, you're not just feeling it. You're just, and it's now those people are just like, Yep, and he said, I'm not feeling it, so I'm not going to work yeah, out. You know, it's within this context. So, sure. But if you're just stressed out that day, maybe maybe you're not going for a regular wad. Maybe you're just going for active recovery. Maybe you're just doing, like, mobility stuff because yeah. that day your body just didn't feel it. You know, or maybe, you know what, you worked up to this, this amount of weight in your squat or this amount of swings on that day, but, you know what, I have five more, but right now I feel good. Yeah. Like... I could have done maybe one more rep of this squat, but you know what? I feel good right now. I'm just going to stop here, and that decision is going to make for other progressions. Yeah. Rather, you go under that, and you tweak because, you know what? You felt yourself like you could have stepped back. And the same thing for the rest days. For example, you wake up, and you know what, man? I just Today's Saturday, Monday through Friday, I went hard. Today, I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to hang out with the family or maybe go for a swim or whatever just not do anything and just rest my mind yeah, yeah. because that day I, today I just felt I mean I've had those days sure. where because a lot of times my training is at the end of the day because I work with patients and clients Yeah. Um, and usually at 8 o'clock is the best time for me to train but there's, not, there's times where at 8 o'clock I'm like a.m. or 8 p.m. 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 I'm just like you're white I'm, I'm done so yeah. if I so instead of me just putting loading up all this, this barbell or really going heavy on the kettlebells or really straining myself in this high intensity workout you know what i'd rather back off a little bit maybe do some active recovery or you know what move it to the next day yeah because it's not worth a schedule you know a schedule is there and programming is there as a guide sure it's not there as like hey if you don't train that day that's it you lost the games or you lost that championship or you know what those gains that you had they're lost yeah now if you extend that for too long yeah it's that's a that different story or one day to the next right kind of thing yeah but yeah, yeah. that's how i feel about rest days i think it depends on how your body feels and I, it's obviously important but let's say you have back to back or 
you didn't plan for Saturday to be your rest day, but you woke up that day or you got under the bar or halfway through your workout, you're like, you know what, something just doesn't feel right. Yeah. I'm just gonna back off or I'm just gonna taper off and start doing this or whatever. That's, you know, listening to your body is very important. For sure. I, uh, I agree with that. I'm big time into mindfulness. Yep. Um, I do think that it's, uh, sometimes it's beneficial on days when you might not really be feeling it 100%, yep. but you end up doing a workout and you feel amazing afterwards. Yep. I agree. You just needed that to like de-stress and whatnot, but knowing, knowing your body enough like to be able to be like, you know what, I'm going to do this workout and I'm going to do it, I do it, and I feel good afterwards, or I really shouldn't do this workout today. Maybe just rowing mm-hmm. a few hundred uh, meters. meters or a couple thousand meters, whatever, um, and not necessarily pushing it too, too hard. But mindfulness, right? Being mindful of, of your body is super, super important. That's so important, and that's with everything. Yeah. We talked about movement, we talked about nutrition, we talked about recovery, and, and well, mindset. Yeah. Mindfulness and intention with all those is very important. Yeah. Like, don't just do things just to do things, and don't just do things because someone told you, right? A lot of it is, yeah, even a, a, a clinician or even a, uh, a dietitian or, or a professional, uh, the word I was looking for. Yeah. A professional, they have their experiences, but you are a human being. And your circumstances and your environment dictate also what is best for you. Sure. Right? To the individual. I always tell people, you are your best therapist. 100%. You're with yourself 24-7. And, yeah, I have some experiences and I have stuff that has worked. But at the end of the day... You are not like the next person or the person before you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, all right, well, I'm going to just start wrapping it up now. I just have a couple of questions for you to answer cool. just to, to help with the wrap-up. Okay, I'll um, try to keep them short. First question. I don't think the answers will take too much time. Okay. Um, you're stuck on an island. Wow. What's one food you're going to take with you? One food? Yep. Coconut. That's it. Just a coconut. You said one food. But yeah, like, you know, if you were to have, like, a, it could be, like, peanut butter and jelly oh. or, like, pizza. You know what I mean? Like, it could be a combination. I would, so, most of the time, islands have coconut, so that's probably a terrible, a terrible thing. <laughs> but if it, in the case it doesn't, it would be a coconut just because of the hydration and you can eat the, the coconut as uh, far as food. True, yeah. And then... Oh, you've thought about this before. No, this is... <laughs> no, I was like, wow, that's a pretty good answer. But then I was like, you know what? It's an island. Yeah. Because um, I'm always thinking hydration, right? Because you can't okay. take any, typically drink <laughs> salt water. And it's a lot of times, it might be hard to do a fire. Yeah. Obviously, I've seen this naked and afraid, so it's <laughs> way too many. Um, so, you know what? Peanut butter jelly is not a bad one. But then, there's got to be a plethora of freaking abundance in a cave somewhere of uh, peanut butter and jelly and bread. I mean, hey, if you're going to be on an island I'm, and you can have that, I mean, it's not a bad food. So. If that's like a, like a not your ordinary food, I would say peanut butter jelly. You got your protein, you got your sugar, you got, you know? Yeah, a little bit of everything. Okay. okay. Now, what's your favorite food in the world? Wow. That's a lot. For some reason, it's uh, usually arroz blanco, so white rice. Okay. Frijole negro, okay. black beans, and bistec empanizado, uh, or chicken empanizado. For some reason, and those... empanizado is like a breaded... Yeah, like breaded, breaded chicken, breaded steak. Gotcha. Um, that's usually... I like that a lot. Okay. And people have asked me. I don't know why. And I'm not like I eat it very yeah, often, yeah, yeah. like very seldom, but... For some reason, every time I think, obviously, Hispanic food, it'll be that. Yeah, it's your favorite. Yeah. Your, your go-to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, last question. You have one superpower. What would it be? Wow. If I had one superpower, it's between flying 
Okay. And being able to heal somebody with one touch. Mm, okay. Gotta pick one. Wow. I would probably say... Wow. I would probably say flying. The flying? Yeah, I would probably say flying just because... More fun. Yeah, <laughs> well, there's a lot of stuff you can do as far as healing work. I mean, I you, you, you already do that. You right. Do that's, work, well, that's know? why I, I say, I'm like, man, if I can just take all your problems away with one touch, one touch yeah. but then you know what happens there, Eric? We lose the gratitude. We use, we lose the opportunity to, to understand our situation. I feel like a lot of stuff and a lot of the pain that we go through is for a reason. Yeah. Um, and if we lose that, then we don't know what's, you know what I mean? What's sure, good? Because sure. we're always just like happy and just like, not I mean it sounds I guess bad but if we're always 100% we don't know what not having 100% sure, feels yeah, like yeah. so yeah. gratefulness yeah so yeah exactly so gratefulness goes away and then flying I can still, still kind of save people and sure. still have fun with it yeah yeah you know? yeah I guess I went a little too deep but that's why I kinda, <laughs> that's why I went the flying <laughs> nothing route nothing wrong with that man it, nothing at all I mean struggle is, is a big part of who we are sure and without that we wouldn't be I don't think we would there would be a lot of chaos happening in more than what's already happening. For so. sure. Yeah, it teaches you to... Uh, the big teacher, exactly. To be a better person. Yep. Like uh, J. Cole said, there's beauty in the struggle. Yep. Um, and also, Lupe Fiasco said something along the lines of... Uh, being poor is a sign that God loves you. Um, something along the lines of being poor is a sign that God loves you. And on the low, being poor teach you how to hustle something right. along those lines um, so, I agree you know it all it all kind of comes in together with that um, but good there's just some some interesting takes on uh, now I would like to ask things. you this question I think yeah. about this all the time if you were stuck on an island okay what tool or weapon would you take to help you survive <clears throat> reverse the question on you Eric mm, what tool would I take to help me survive yeah and this goes back to negative afraid trust me I don't I've only watched it like twice but it's got me thinking sometimes now, this is assuming that I'm going to have to... You have nothing else. But I'm going to have to fight off, like, animals and those things? Or Maybe. Like, we don't know. It depends where you go, but... A tool to help me survive. A tool or a weapon or something. What would you bring that's not food that will help you survive? Mm. Or at least you feel that will help you survive. I would say... Huh. A tool to help me survive. Thinking a few different things. It's hard. No communication with the outside world kind of thing? No, like no. stranded yeah, on the... Yeah, yeah, you're... Uh, I would take... A gun. Okay. Yeah, I would take like a... Yeah, some kind of like a rifle or something like that. Most of the time people choose a knife. Yeah. Uh, like a container for water. Okay. Um, and I think it was like a fire starting kit. Really? Yeah. I'm just thinking of animals Protection. coming to eat me. And what I think about, what I would probably take is a fire starter kit. Okay. Or some type of tent. 
that you can put like a hammock. It's oh, like a hammock true. that serves as a tent, but you can kind of be off the floor. Cause yeah, yeah. The worst thing always, again, from example, negative or free. <laughs> I've never uh, seen the show. Is not being able to, <clears throat> to build a house. So rain is a big problem. Mm. Again, if you're in a house or something, you're kind of protected from tarantulas and yeah. all of these weird insects. But then also very important is to make fire, to cook, to keep warm. True. So if I would say something, it'd probably be like a hammock tent. We can't just fish and have like sushi. Well, you could. Or sashimi. But then you can use, you can break off a piece of wood, make me get a rock and use like a spear yeah. and you can get fish that way. Yeah. So that's why the knife thing is like, eh. I, I was going to say like my phone or something like that, but. But you have no outside communication. Much, yeah. yeah. Or like music just to keep me like sane. But. Well, you could always draw Wilson like uh, Tom Hanks in Castaway. But that won't keep me sane. <laughs> well, at that point, I'm probably crazy. Right? <laughs> it's true. Oh man, no, but that was good. I've never, never been asked really that question. Yeah, huh? no, no. That's no. a good question you can add. Yeah, I like it. Those are things that I think about all the time. Like, bro, if the world to end, what do I need? Yeah. No electricity. Other than maybe martial arts skills to defend people. Yeah. But you need to find how to find a, uh, make fire and some type of shelter. Sure. Either. For survival. No, a couple sure. things. Yeah, yeah. And then see, gun, your gun, the ammo is going to be gone. Yeah, the gun won't really do much, that's true. When you think about it. Unless way. you have a, a machine gun. Yeah, nah, not even, because you run out of ammo or whatever. It's How true. the heck did we get to this? Hey, but it's alright. We went down the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole. How can people find you? Um, so, social media, you can find me on Instagram, AF underscore move. Um, post a lot of good stuff on there, at least I tried to post a lot of good stuff. Those are your initials, A as in Andy, F and as in Fortuna, Fortuna yep. underscore M-O-V-E, move. Yes. Alright. Uh, yeah, so that's it. And then also MyRenew's Instagram, which is at MyRenew, which is M-Y-O-R-E-N-E-W. Um, yeah, I think those are the two. I mean, the podcast, but I'm not going to put a shameless plug. Make sure you Dude, subscribe don't, don't to... To Eric's Eric B's podcast, and make sure you scroll down to the bottom and give him a little review. Because if you <laughs> if you've been on this for about thirty seven minutes now, you find some value. So just scroll down to the bottom. Sure, if, you're on, you. uh, if you're on if you're on Apple, just scroll down to the bottom. Give it a five star and tell Eric how much you value and what else you want him to put on here. And then if you're on Anchor, make sure you favor this podcast because it helps um, many people, many more people to find this podcast and. He's spitting some truth and some knowledge on here, so help him out. Thank you, thank you. And where? what's your podcast? Uh, it is Connect and Move Radio. Connect and Move Radio. Yep. Cool. Which I've been slacking a little bit on, but it's it's coming. It's, but it's there's more good. stuff. We got, I think, about like 12 or 13 episodes. Nice. So trying to bump that up a little bit more. Hey, all good, man. All things in due time. So we have AF underscore move, and we have at Mayo Renew. Yep. And we have Connect and Move Radio. That's it. All right, cool. Thanks for your time. Thanks for being on the show. Of course. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening and for tuning in. Catch you guys in the next one.